everybody, it's Simone, and you're tuned into The Journey Podcast. This podcast is for women from all walks of life to come together and share their stories through their eyes. So thanks for taking the journey with us. everyone thank you for listening to another episode of the journey so today i have with me my cousin i don't like to say in-laws but my cousin who's going to share with you a little bit about her journey so hey chrissy hi so tell everyone about you my name is christine and uh i'm 41 years old um i'm a home health care aide for a 75 year old lady and i have six kids okay so could you so could you tell us a little bit about your journey? My journey with my son. Yes. Okay. Well, I had a special needs son um, that was born with bronchial tracheomalacia, which is the wall of the throat that doesn't open and close properly, mm-hmm. so he needed a trach. Um, he was healthy, normal child, ran around, played, jumped, until he was two and a half. When he was two and a half... He had threw a mucus plug. December 25th of 2013, he stopped breathing for seven minutes. The seven minutes that he stopped breathing, he came back with me to me with significant brain damage, cerebral palsy, pretty much not himself, but he was still there mm-hmm. in spirit. Um, I got to bring him home. He was home with me for another three and a half years. I treated him like a normal baby. I didn't treat him like he was sick. Mm -hmm. You can't treat kids like him, like they're sick, because then they become sick. Mm -hmm. Um, He went to school like the normal kids did. He got to do everything he wanted to do. Um, Went to the doctors one day, and the doctor tells me she wanted to sent me to make a wish. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, let's see what happens. Because, you know, in my head, nothing's wrong with him. So um, you figure, you could do it, you could try it, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. So it came back. When you read the letter and you realize what the letter says, mm-hmm. you don't realize how sick your son is until it's written on paper. Mm-hmm. So when I read the paper, it kind of hit reality that my son was really ill. And not to say that we didn't know that he was ill already with the cerebral palsy or whatever, but we knew he was ill enough to where he got make a wish. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, I sat down with my husband one day outside, and I said to him, if he was to throw another mucus plug, what would you want to do? Mm-hmm. Because I watched my son pretty much suffer. Mm-hmm. Because he was there. He laughed. He played. He was loved like every other kid. He played with his brothers. He got. We got to listen to him speak again. We got, to, you know, we got to listen to him do a whole lot of things that people said he wouldn't be able to do. Mm-hmm. This is why, in my mind, I never put he was sick. Mm-hmm. So... I sat down with him, like, I want to say about a year and a half before his incident happened. Mm -hmm. I sat down with my husband, and I said, listen, you know Curly's sick. And 
we need to have this conversation because, you know, I kind of already knew because I sat down and prayed mm-hmm. and I said, Lord, all I want to do is see my son grow a mustache. I want to see my son. This may sound crazy, but I have pubic hair, <laughs> you know, so I'm figuring yeah, I got enough time. Mm-hmm. You know, I got time where he's going to give me all these things because I pray so hard. He's going to give me all these things. He's going to let me see my baby grow because what the paper was saying and in my head wasn't matching up. But I sat down and had a conversation with him. I said, Lord, that's all I want. I want to be able to see all those things before he decides to do anything. My husband wants to see him walk. My, You know, so I prayed. And I want to say in about, and I did it by myself. Nobody ever knew. My husband didn't know I prayed for it. My mom, nobody knew. Mm-hmm. It was just me and him in the room. One day, he getting a haircut. The barber's shaping up his mustache. I'm like, he's five. <laughs> like, why are you shaping my son's lip up? He was like, he got hair. So I'm like, okay. So then I, I go to change his diaper one day, and I'm thinking my hair falls out. So it went in his diaper. I see my baby got pubic hair. He only six. Mm. I said, I took a deep breath and I said, Lord, I know you're giving me what I asked for, but I didn't want it this soon. Mm. So I told my husband, I said, we got to talk because I seen what I asked for was coming to light. Mm. So I'm like, now I know it's just months Mm-hmm. or days or whatever it may be that it was going to come, that they were going to come take him. So he wasn't in agreement with me at first. He was like, oh, no, we're doing whatever it takes. I don't care. And I'm like, well, I don't want him to suffer. Mm-hmm. Like, But at the hands of time, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I want to say in December again, his, he hated December. December again, Um, about the... 20th, he got, came home from school sick. He was just throwing up a little bit. And I stopped his feeds because he had a feeding tube. I stopped his feeds and I, he wasn't running a fever. He wasn't doing any any signs for me to take him to the hospital. All I did was call the doctor, let her know. She was like, just put her on Pedialyte. He should be fine. Cool. We watched him. His pulse socks didn't change. Nothing changed. So it was just like random. Like he just was fine. Mm-hmm. We would change his diaper. He even got a haircut and everything because we were getting ready for Christmas again. Mm-hmm. The 23rd of December, I called my husband into the room because I was tired. I had slept with him all night. And I was tired. I said, babe, can you stay? Can you go in there and change his diaper for me while I go lay down for a while? Mm-hmm. He said, sure. He went in there to go change his diaper. Soon as he lifted his legs up to change his diaper, my son started uncontrollably vomiting. Mm-hmm. He's screaming out to me. I get in the room. There's vomit everywhere. And he can't stop. So we're trying to get the suctions, and we're trying to run around the room and figure it out. Right then and there, I knew. But the mommy in me wouldn't let him go. Mm-hmm. So I went in there, started CPR right away. I dropped him on they. I started CPR, I suctioned him, I changed his trach, I did everything to try to keep him to breathe. I watched my son take his last breath, and I, it killed me. But I knew, and I, I told my husband, and the only thing I remember is the 
ambulance people coming in and moving us out the way, and they kept trying. Mm-hmm. I said, babe, he's gone. And I told him he was gone. But when we get to the hospital, they told us, I was kind of at peace at the same time. It's weird because mm-hmm. I knew he wasn't at peace. Mm-hmm. I was because I already came to the reality because I prayed on it. Mm-hmm. I knew. So the adjustment of losing your son mm-hmm. but having so much faith because you knew what God gave you mm-hmm. and God showed you what he's capable of doing for you It was just time because he was here for a purpose. He did his purpose. He gave us everything we needed to do. And at one point in time, it was we couldn't do anything Mm -hmm. without him. We either he had to go or I had to stay home and I had to go or he had to stay home. A lot of family functions we will miss, church events, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. He kind of opened doors at the same time when he left me. So it's like I was selfish because I wanted to keep him, but I also had to let him go. Mm-hmm. To this day, I miss him like crazy. I wish I could smell him and kiss him and hold him, and but I know he's in a better place. Mm-hmm. He's walking, he's talking, he's playing, he's doing whatever because I know he uplifted him from his problems. Mm-hmm. He was trapped in his little body. And I knew that. Mm -hmm. But me being selfish and not knowing how to let go, Mm -hmm. I had to bring him back. Every time my son decided he wanted to pass, I bring him back. Was it selfish? Yeah. At the time, absolutely. I didn't want nobody to suffer. My kids, my husband, nobody. Mm -hmm. So when I came to peace with it, they have it. Mm -hmm. They still grieving. They're still going through changes, and and I I, I try to console them as much as I can. But like I said, I have my moments where I break down. Mm -hmm. And I have my moments where I have my alone time, but I have to sit and talk to God by myself. And I listen to certain songs, and and certain alarms go off, and it it triggers something. Mm -hmm. Or when my husband's at work, it triggers him. We traumatized with the beeping, mm-hmm. any type of beeping. We're traumatized with it. You you hear it automatically. First thing you do is react. Mm-hmm. But it was. Uh, I felt like I was blessed, and then I was unblessed and blessed at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was unblessed because they took him from me, and I don't have him. But I was blessed because look at the outcome later on down the line. Mm-hmm. My son made sure I got a new house. My son made sure my kids are able to do what they wanted to do. My kids can play baseball. My daughter can play whatever she wants to play. He gave them their life back because mm-hmm. they were stuck to him mm-hmm. just like I was. And he gave them a gift to keep continuing through him. My husband also. Mm-hmm. It kills me to watch him cry or listen to his voice or whatever. But it's I have to pull them, mm-hmm. and if I'm if I break, they all break. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was that was my. I didn't have many questions because I I'm trying to keep it together because you know you know CJ meant to me. Um, but my my question is how how has it been for you knowing that you had to be so strong because for your husband and your other children? It's hard mm-hmm. because, like I said, if I break my whole house will break. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like I had to think to myself, I wanted to dig a hole and not come out of it. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be closed in a room and everybody just leave me alone and not speak to no one. Mm -hmm. But you got a reality hits. And then when if you believe in God like you want to believe, he's not going to let it happen. Mm -hmm. He's not going to let it happen. So I had to be like, okay, I got to, you know, pretty much man up, pull up my big girl pants, and I got to be here for everybody else, mm -hmm. including my mom. Because my mom broke. The only person I could really break down on was my dad. And not even because that's when jealousy comes into play. My mom gets jealous or mm -hmm. whatever. But I, when I broke down to my dad, that's the only time that I could let go of everything I was feeling at that moment. Mm -hmm. And then from that day forward, I had to push through everything for everybody else. I have to pull my husband with me because... I know it's his only son. Mm -hmm. I understand how he feels. I have four others. Mm -hmm. It's his only one. So it's like, but you don't forget you have your daughter. So you have to live for her Absolutely. through him. Absolutely. You got to be there for her. Right. So that's how come I kind of make their bond a little closer. Mm -hmm. Everything, I go to your dad. What he did. And you didn't mention, but Sky is it's his C twin. Is CJ's twin. Yeah, yeah, so she has also an emptiness because she's always slept with someone, mm -hmm. always been. Since the day they were born, they were in the same NICU side by side. Mm -hmm. They were not separated. When she came home, they slept together. Mm -hmm. So she knows nothing but right. companionship. So to this day, she's eight years old. She sleeps with one of her brothers. Mm -hmm. Cause she misses that bond, but we push her too because we gotta let her know she's gotta live her life through her brother. Mm -hmm. You gotta do everything CJ couldn't do. Mm -hmm. So I got that girly girl boy type <laughs> thing going on with her, mm -hmm. where she wants to play t-ball. She wants to be like the boys. Mm -hmm. My fear she's gonna want to play football, and I'm like, no, you know, like. <laughs> right. But she, that that's where I have them. Their bond is so close because of the fact that I need him. To stay with her, you know, and I had illnesses in between. Mm -hmm. I almost, you know, there's in this. I got a pacemaker. I had to get surgery after surgery, you know. So I gave them a couple scares themselves. Mm -hmm. So they're afraid something happened to me. My whole house will break apart because mm -hmm. I'm the glue yeah. to the whole house. And like I said, I and I also put in my mind, I can't break. Mm -hmm. If I break now, right. they'll lose their mind. Mm -hmm. Nothing will get done, yeah. and I can't do that. And but when you walk and you pray and you see what He gives you, because mm -hmm. it's all with the Spirit of God. I swear to God, if it wasn't because of that, absolutely, I wouldn't be here today. Absolutely. And I just want to end with what, or I know who, but like, what are some songs or scriptures or? quotes or whatever that's been helping you through what's been yeah. in your invisible backpack my backpack <laughs> um i wrote a couple of the scriptures down that i read um that you had me go through my bible <laughs> uh but a couple of the songs daryl knows one of them because <laughs> he sung it at my mm -hmm. son's thing um you got every praise you got you will you will win. You got I'll smile. Yes, you can. 
and never never have I made it. Those are the four songs that remind well, five songs that remind me of my son. Mm-hmm. Scriptures, Palm four, forty six five, Scripture thirty one, twenty five, Proverbs, and Timothy two, um, one through seven. Those are the only ones that I I read sometimes mm-hmm. that makes me feel better, gives me more strength. Mm-hmm. Um, I just read that. So a lot of times I don't even read it. I just sit and just w- scan it over, put it to the side, mm-hmm. and I just pray on my own. And if it wasn't cut power, but like I said, power of prayer does a lot. Absolutely. I can't make it to church all the time, but when I do, I enjoy it and I release mm-hmm. and let everything out. Mm-hmm. That's all you need mm-hmm. is church. Church or just pray in your own home. Have, like they said, have a prayer box. Mm-hmm. I have a prayer box mm-hmm. in my house. And in my prayer box, when I first purchased my home, I said, please, Lord, let me enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then my kids be p- at peace. I've been getting it. It's just praying and just putting it in there. Mm-hmm. I pray for him all the time. My main prayer is my kids and my husband. I don't pray for nobody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you. I, I just want to say thank you for talking and letting people know your vulnerable journey. Like you said, it it's it's been one. It's been a roller coaster. It's been a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, Daryl and I, we got you. Listen, you know, Sydney, you know, she she in there too helping <laughs> you through that process. But we're here, and I just want to say. Thank you again. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in today. Uh, Life is a journey. It won't be easy, but it's one worth taking. So thank you for taking the journey with me. Thank you for taking the journey with me.